0: the Roto-Grinders Morning Drive Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's May 5th, it's 2021, and we have nine NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will. What's happening, my friend?
1: What's going on, brother? Uh, It's another NBA slate, two days with uh, Stevie TPFL back-to-back. So, uh, Maybe we get in a little groove here, and ride this thing on an MLB, man. But I'm uh, definitely glad to be on and talk NBA. I'm still heavily involved, so uh, I'm ready to roll.
0: Yep, yeah, I'm just here to host um, and let Will. You're just here so thoughts. you won't get fined? <laughs> I almost said that. I, I was thinking it. Um, so, yeah. But uh, we're going to jump in. We had a lot to talk about, a lot to break down. Um, it is NBA. It's towards the end of the season. I say this every day. Every time I have an NBA podcast for the rest of the year, I'm going to say this, so it's a broken record. I don't care. We are really just a first look. There is so much that's going to change from the time you listen to this podcast till the slate actually locks. You're going to be making adjustments until after the slate, like until the last game. You have got to be paying attention because there's just so much going on um, with these slates. So it's definitely important to... Pay attention and yeah, just try to get, get that money. This is the time if you're really focused and you're always making adjustments, like you can make really good money in NBA right now. Um, So make sure you guys are checking that out. Um, Let's get into it. Will we get started here with Boston at Orlando? There's no total. There's no Vegas totals out yet. Anyway, Um, Jalen Brown is out. Tristan Thompson is questionable on the Orlando side. Michael Carter Williams, Ennis, Fultz, Isaac, Okoki, Um I still said it wrong. Okiki. Um Porter and Ross are all out. So the magic dealing um with just everybody out right now and winning games still like like they shouldn't be. Um anything here standing out to you for Boston? Oh
1: uh, man, I mean, not really. I mean in my mind, I'm actually expecting Boston to uh, kind of hand it to uh, Orlando here. Hopefully they come out and take care of business. You hope so. Yeah, so I, I don't really want to play anyone from Boston. Kimba's back. I just... Uh, I mean, I know Brown's out. and it's... Uh, I don't know if I want to play Tatum at 10-1 in a game where they should blow a team out. I just... I, I think I'm off Boston.
0: Yeah, I, I would be very careful... Um, with Boston in this game, they should blow Orlando out. This game really shouldn't be that close. And yeah, like, let's go Celtics. Um Something you'll never hear me say again. So there you go. The only guy that I have some interest in is just Evan Fournier. Like, hey, you traded me away. I'm gonna go out and light you on fire here. Like, and maybe they give him an extra couple minutes if the game stays close. It doesn't stay close. Like. He has been one of those guys that's been, like, first off the court um, with Boston when they've been blowing teams out, though. So, maybe J- Jalen Brown out. Maybe we'll play Fournier. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he. you're right. He is cheap enough. At 5,300, I don't hate it. Like, I don't think that's bad. But I still think they blow this team out. And you got to hope they just decide that, hey, man, we're just going to give you the ball and let you chuck a little bit tonight. Just get ready to shoot type deal. Um, It it would be nice. If that's the case, then that's the only way I play Fournier. Too bad I don't have a a cousin or somebody up there to ask them for me. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Orlando Magic side of things, like, I don't know,
0: this team, they're in full rebuild mode. Um, The guy that stands out to me from watching Orlando Magic games, like Mo Bamba has a ceiling. Like, this is a guy that can rebound really well, and he could have monster games. We know Boston's a team that, like, doesn't rebound the best. So I think Mo Bamba is okay. But, I don't know, you're, you're still competing with minutes with Wendell Carter Jr. and some of these other guys. Like, I don't love it, but I think he's playable.
1: Yeah, I totally get it, man. I I think we need to hope he gets 28 to 29 minutes again. And 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 hope a good portion of this is maybe some blowout run where everybody's sitting and he just kind of gets to run around and dominate. I, but I definitely think that's in the cards. Did was, was it Mo Wagner with Boston for a little while here? Are we going to get some in-season reverse revenge? Uh, that could be a thing. I actually interesting fact here, Stevie. Mo Wagner, forty-one minutes against Detroit. 19 fantasy points literally a half a fantasy point a minute i don't even know how he did that that's incredible 0.5 fantasy points per minute in that game uh at any rate i'm with you on bamba uh cole anthony was someone i had been playing but clearly i'm not playing him at at 7k Uh, rj hampton had a big game like maybe maybe you get get a little bit of rj hampton at uh at 4,500, I mean, he's had two 40-point games back-to-back, plus played 30 minutes in those games. So I think we consider it because he's another guy that should get very good blowout run if things go, go the right way.
0: Um, moving on. Don't go too crazy with this game. I think that is the moral of the story. Portland at Cleveland. No total in this game. It's a back-to-back for Cleveland, so we're we'll waiting on injury news for them. Collins is out, and Norman Powell is questionable for Portland. Anything standing out to you for Portland?
1: Uh, I mean, I've been talking about playing Dame, and Dame has started to play really well here recently. And if you notice, it's a direct correlation with this shot attempts and field goal percentage. Shot attempts are still there. The field goal percentage has been way down. The field goal percentage has come up. The last few games, 54%, 44%, uh, 57%. And we saw it come up in the two games prior. It was just blowouts. And lo and behold, 50 fantasy points is within reach every game. Uh, Cleveland is on the back-to-back, and that's also an overtime game tonight, Stevie. So maybe they have some dead legs. Uh, so I am i don't think I'm completely interested in Portland just because I also think this game could be on the verge of a blowout. And yes, I know Cleveland was playing the Suns, and they hung in tough. I get it, but coming off a blowout, Portland team that's getting in a groove, trying to win games, Uh, I think everybody's priced appropriately. I don't mind Dame at 9,400. He's not my favorite play. Nurkic at 69 is just okay, Uh, but overall, I'm kind of out on this team as well.
0: And then on the Cleveland side, like, we have no idea what to expect from these guys, Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line. I do think Kevin Love has been playing, but we can't play Kevin Love. Like, we're not doing that. I don't, I don't, Jetty's 5,500 and Portland's not playing great defense, but uh, I'm still uninspired. I don't want to play Isaac Okoro. I don't care if he scored almost 50 fantasy points tonight. Sexton's 8,100. Garland is 8K. Uh, Garland is, you know, more than likely still going to be out, but I just, I don't, I don't know if I can do it.
0: I mean, yeah, like, depending on injury news, Cleveland is the team that you could play a lot of, you know, guys start to rest. Like, we could potentially see Kevin Love rest. And, like, if we start seeing um, people rest, I think that, you know, Cleveland becomes a lot more interesting. Um, So, yeah, we'll have to see. Phoenix at Atlanta. Back-to-back for Atlanta or Phoenix, sorry. And then Hunter and Reddish are out um, for the Hawks. So we'll be waiting to see if anybody sits here for Phoenix. Um, any interest in Phoenix?
1: Uh, I mean, man, I, I feel like Chris Paul at 7,500 is a great steal of this slate. Too bad he had to go out and drop like a 60-70 burger tonight. Uh, so he, he may get a little bit more traction. I still like the price, though uh Mikael Bridges at 54 he's a guy that I like you know a lot of these cheap guys have still been out so they've been running um what is his name Tory Craig he's 3,700 I don't hate it like he's still playing good minutes so you know he's a guy I would consider DeAndre 8 and 66 just okay uh, those are kind of the guys I would look at
0: yeah I don't know like just kind of looking at Phoenix like Paul would obviously be the guy in Booker, but outside of that, it's like who you really, who do you really trust? Um, I guess in tournaments it doesn't really come down to trust, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, you know Trey Young healthy. These guys are getting healthy. Any interest here in Atlanta?
1: Capella at eight thousand five hundred is very intriguing against DeAndre Ayton today. We haven't seen a big game out of him, you know, recently. Like, I know he had, you know, really big game a couple weeks ago, 61. But we haven't seen anything near that. But I I still like him here. I think he's a great GPP player. I know we saw Danilo Gallinari just have another game of his life. But uh, at 46, I don't hate it, but I don't don't think we need to go there. Uh, You know, this team is about healthy. Uh, Bogdan, 73, Trey, 96. I, I think it's a pass outside of Capella.
0: All right, um, we're cruising here, just absolutely cruising. Um, Philly at Houston. Korkmaz is out for Philly, and then when we go to the Houston side, DJ Augustine is questionable. Brown is out. Exum's out. Gordon's out. House is doubtful. Nwaba's out. Um, Wilson is out. And is it Beal? Not Beal. Wall. Um, I can't even yeah. read my own handwriting. Um, <laughs> let's go to the Philly side of things I, I feel like we're only four games through this slate and we're like alright what game is going to be competitive because that's the game I'm going to stack
1: I've got a game in mind and I think it's coming up real soon Stevie uh, this one I, I, I don't expect to be too competitive although I will say Philly has been letting bad teams just hang around I mean they ended up in an overtime game the other night with the Spurs and they were shorthanded so I, I don't know I don't know what in the world that was about. Uh, at any rate, uh, I, don't, I don't think I can play beat a 10-2. Now, look, I know he can destroy a slate in a half. And so I think that's the reason you play him. But overall, Tobias Harris at 68, I think it's a fair price. Like, I don't hate that. I think that's right in his wheelhouse. Danny Green, 3,900. I mean, not someone I'm super interested to play, but... Um, at 39, I don't hate it. He's kind of a value play. Seth Curry's still kind of a value at 4k. He's had two really good strung together, two really good games. And then Ben Simmons, man, just no upside or, or very little upside this season overall. But at 7,400 against Houston, I am willing to take a stab in the dark. in the fact that he could put out some ridiculous upside in a half.
0: Um... I don't know. I just worry, like, about this game staying close. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Houston side?
1: I don't want to play anybody from Houston. Kristen Woods, 8,900. Kelly Olenek, 7,500. And, yes, Kelly Olenek has continued to give us big performances. But I, I still – I think I want to hop off the train here. I don't want to play anybody from Houston.
0: I feel like the only way this game stays close is if Kevin Porter goes bonkers. Like – yeah. If he puts up 25 shots and has a big night, like that's how this game stays close. I I think, I think Olinik is still too cheap for what it's worth. This is a guy that has triple double upside right now. Uh, And like, and I don't think that's too crazy to think about when, you know, we're watching him play with Houston. Like, he's gone over 45 fantasy points in five of his last six games, and he's still 3,500. So I think Kelly Olinick is okay.
1: You mean seventy five?
0: Yeah, seventy five hundred. Did I say? I think I said thirty five hundred. Yes, you did. We would, yeah. we would all be playing <laughs> thirty five hundred. It'd be a lock button. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still think he's too cheap. Like when we see guys start putting up forty five plus point games, their prices get into eight nine Ks quick. And for some reason, through this whole like Kelly Olynyk run if you've played him every night, you've done really well. And the night that he done it, he put up 28. Like, I think you keep playing Kelly O and he's just, he's found a rhythm here with this team and continues to show just how valuable he is and an asset. And like, I don't know if he is somebody that is in a contract year, but he's showing how valuable he could be to a team if he is up for a contract this off season. So, um, Keep Playing your heart out, Kelly O.
1: Kelly O to Charlotte. Hey, you come to send, Orlando too. Send, send Cody Zeller to Houston, please. And Bismack Biombo. Gosh,
0: all right. We got Sacramento and Indiana. Uh, it's back to back here. Um, any interest when you're looking at Sacramento?
1: Oh, yes, Stevie. Indiana's been bad, and I mean bad at defense. My goodness. I love this game. This is my favorite game on the slate. Uh, a lot of injuries. I mean, man, if we can get Brogdon out of the equation yet again, if we can get Goga out of the equation yet again, uh, if we can get Lamb out of the equation yet again, I love this spot. We already know Halliburton's not going to play. Fox isn't going to. Well, Halliburton's been ruled out for Tuesday. I'm going to assume he's out. We'll have some access to DeLon right again. We'll have access to Buddy Healed at 77, which I usually wouldn't play. But in this spot, I don't hate it. We're going to have access to Marvin Bagley at 5,400 if he plays on a back-to-back. I like this game, Stevie. like this team. Uh, I-, I talked about Mo Harkless today. I'm not sure how he's doing right now. But if he's got to play big minutes, I don't mind playing him either. All in all, one of my favorite games on the slate. All right.
0: All um... right. Assuming that, like – assuming that Halliburton and Fox sit again too, right? Like, that's what you're kind of thinking?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, those are my thoughts, that both of those guys sit. We know Barnes isn't going to play. So, that's kind of my, my train of thought for this game.
0: Well, we know – we know Fox is getting close to that 14-day mark, but we really haven't heard, and what kind of minutes would he play even if he did come back? Um, so – um, Pacers side, what are you running it back here with with the Pacers? Assuming that you like this game so much, you have to like some of the Pacers
1: here. Yeah, man, I think the big thing is, for me with the Pacers, now this team, I need guys out, right? Like, I, I want guys out because I want to play Laverde at 8,800 and, and look for him to do well. Sabonis at 10-6, under normal circumstances, Stevie, I would not be playing Sabonis at 10-6. But if all those guys sit, no Goga, no Turner, no – no problem. At ten six, he's put up seventy plus fantasy points in the past two games. I'm not saying he's going to get seventy, but I think sixty to sixty five is still in the cards here. And maybe he gets close. Uh, clearly, he, clearly, he's going to be one of the major contributors on offense. I, I, this spot is fantastic. I like it. Um, yeah,
0: just. If you, you, again, we're just looking for a game that can be super competitive on this slate. (laughs) Um, And all right, I'm in. Let's do it. Minnesota at Memphis. um, Triple J's out. And then Beasley and Culver are out. Well, this game has some potential. Like, to stay close and be competitive. Um, I think this is another one of those games that you're definitely looking at. Um, Talk to me about the Memphis side of things.
1: Well, I definitely think Brandon Clark's going to be in play today. He's 3,500. And while I, I'm not expecting him to go out and put up 40, like 25, I will take it at 3,500. Like, they're, they're playing Minnesota. He could easily run into 25 here if he gets 22 minutes. So, I like that. Kyle Anderson, Stevie, another guy that I think is going to be valuable on this slate. Minutes have been increased here recently, 28, 28, and 32 minutes. Game against Minnesota, up and down, a spot we can get blocked, steals, rebounds, assists. I really like it here. I know Grayson Allen is back. Don't care. Really like Dylan Brooks. Uh, John Moran at 83. Don't think I'm going to do it. JV at 78. Really close. Still don't think I'm going to do it. Those value guys, though. uh, Anderson, Brandon Clark. Those are the guys I like the most with a sprinkle of Dylan Brooks at 57, just a sprinkle, not somebody I'd be playing in like single entry or, or, uh, or three entry max.
0: All right. Um, Talk to me about, and and like, again, Triple J being out um, definitely opens up some doors for Memphis too. So, Um, and you know, I'm always playing John Morant. What are we looking at here on the, (laughs) on the Minnesota side of things?
1: So here's something that's perplexing to me, Stevie what are we going to do with Ricky Rubio now that he's playing 30 minutes again? Right. Because I I just wasn't playing him, but he's played 30 plus minutes in two games back to back. And he's just sitting here tantalizing me at 4,500. I think I got to roll the dice. And if he gets 25 minutes today, I'll just accept the burn. But at at 4,500, man, I I think we have to be considering Ricky Rubio, uh, Anthony Edwards is someone I'm also very interested in today at 74. Don't hate that price. He's probably going to go lower on D'Angelo. Picked up over 30 minutes, 7K. Don't hate it, right? But I don't don't love it. I, I still rather see uh, a lot more minutes there. Uh, but that's where I'm at. Uh, Macho Hernan Gomez playing, you know, mid 20s minutes, picking you know shooting the ball well, picking up 20 plus fantasy points. Don't hate that. I think Towns is going to be the odd man out. Uh, I know he's got tremendous upside, but those are the pieces I'm interested in uh, on the Minnesota side of the ball.
0: All right, moving on here. We have Washington at Milwaukee. It's a back-to-back for Milwaukee. Bryant's out um, for Washington. We'll start with Washington here. What are your thoughts on Washington?
1: Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Now, Rui Hachimura – was very cheap the other night he's 4,900 I, I I don't I don't know how that's gonna gonna pan out don't hate it at all I don't, I don't think he's necessary and I, I meant to have my fan duel pricing up as well Stevie because I did want to see if his price had come up he was 3,900 the other day and was pretty much like the auto play of the slate like it was a no-brainer and so if you look at this spot uh he has come up to 5K almost immediately. I think that's fair based on the performance. So not, not as interested today at, you know, at 5K and, and 4,900 um, unless some guys from Milwaukee sit. and Then I'd be a little bit more interested. However, Russell Westbrook, love it.
0: Um, do you think everybody plays here for the Bucks, or do you think this is a spot where we can potentially see some guys sit?
1: I do think it's a spot, Stevie. I know they haven't come out and said anything, but – I think it's a spot we could see some guys, especially they're on a the back-to-back. Uh, you know, playing a pretty good team. And last I checked, I think they were down a couple points in that game. Um, if, if if I did have some candidates to sit, I would definitely say Vincenzo sits and maybe Giannis, because those have been the two that were, I guess, maybe a little bit more banged up. They've been playing Middleton and Holiday a lot, and they also haven't rested Brooke Lopez a lot either this year, uh, which he hasn't been playing as, as heavy minutes as the other guys, but. I, I would take a wait-and-see approach on, on Milwaukee for sure. I do think they sit one or two guys, though.
0: All right. Um, the the playoff race, too, that game's in the third quarter and... Um, or the fourth quarter, and the Bucs are actually winning. Um, oh,
1: they're up now. Okay.
0: They're up by nine with four minutes to go. So, that game, it definitely matters for the playoffs, too, because the Bucks have a chance to catch the Nets, but it doesn't, it's not likely. So I, I think we could potentially see them play everybody again, but I think we're just going to have to wait and see here on Milwaukee. If everybody plays, I kind of like Drew Holiday. Um, these are the types of games that like he has some upside and man, if Giannis sits, I really like Drew. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. For sure. I'm with you hundred percent.
0: All right, San Antonio at Utah.
1: Oh, this is going to be quick.
0: Lyles and White are out. Conley and Mitchell are out um, on the Utah side. So talk to me here about the Spurs.
1: I don't want to play anybody from the Spurs, really. Um, I'm kind of out. The one guy that I did consider was Jacob Poto at $5,400. I'm still swirling with this idea that he's possibly a little bit too cheap for what his upside is, even in what's perceived as a tough, tougher matchup. All in all, not playing any Spurs, but the price on Jakob Podol does have me in- intrigued.
0: Ah, man, you look at the Spurs, and it's like the Warriors, Memphis, and San Antonio are really fighting for that, like, eighth seed in the West. So, I mean... If there's ever spots for DeMar DeRozan to play 40 minutes, it's now. Um, I don't hate the idea of getting some exposure to Murray with White out and DeRozan and just hoping that Pop is going to take this game super serious with Utah missing a couple of key pieces and they're going to go out and win this game and stay in that race. They've lost four straight. And they were, they were right there where they needed to be to be within striking distance. And yeah. the Warriors kind of won a couple games. The Spurs lost a couple games after going – they were like, what, they were 5-1 and one or something like that on a six-game skid. So, mm-hmm. um, I think DeRozan and Murray here are solely in play just because there is so much potential for these guys to play 40 minutes if this game stays close. And well, – I-
1: I will say this. The yeah, Spurs was, are they are still in the playoff. My bad. Go ahead. You go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, like, on the Utah side, like, with Mitchell and Conley out, like, it is an, a game that has the potential to stay, like, super competitive. Um, I don't know. What were you going to say about the Spurs?
1: I was going to say they're, they're still kind of in the race because we're going to have that playoff scenario for, like, seven through ten. So – they need. They do need to win some games to kind of stay above the Pelicans. Like, and they're they're two and a half games ahead of the Pelicans, and the Pelicans are four and six in their last ten. So as long as the Spurs can kind of just keep winning some, uh, they'll be okay. If they drop this game though, and the Pelicans win one, now the gap is closing a little bit more. So, um, so yeah, the Blazers and through the Spurs right now, I think are the teams that are in this playoff scenario. Mavericks are you know, a half game ahead of the Blazers. Well,
0: that's what I, I was kind of saying. Like, I, I know Dallas and Portland are probably in at this point. They would have to go on a real – I don't even think it's possible for them to be outside the top ten. Yeah, the whole playoff thing. play-in oh, yeah, yeah. thing. But I don't think they can actually realistically get outside the top ten now. Um, so, I was saying more – I forgot to mention the Pelicans. So, it's the Warriors, Memphis, San Antonio, and the Pelicans – fighting for those three spots and if the spurs keep losing the pelicans will catch them like yeah the the, the pelicans are a good team too so the, um all right utah side will no mitchell no conley um this is where we play the jingles right like point guard joe, joe Ingles.
1: yeah it sure feels like it but man at 6700 i just don't feel as comfortable as usual when i look he's still got 40 point upside so I don't, I don't, I don't hate it, but I'm just not feeling comfortable. And Jordan Clarkson, seventy three hundred. What, what world are we living in? He hasn't done anything to warrant seventy three hundred outside of maybe one game here recently. Um, not even that. So I, I don't know. I mean, four seventeen against the Lakers. He put up forty two. I think that was that. I think that was an overtime game. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an overtime game. But either way. Um, I I think Utah's overpriced, man. Like, I just – I don't like these guys. And so, uh, I'm I'm not playing anyone from here either. All
0: right. Um, We finish it out with New York at Denver. Um, Noel is questionable. Robinson's out. And then Barton, Dozier, Morris, and Murray are out for Denver. Uh, What are we looking at here for New York?
1: Well, for New York, I do like Derrick Rose here at 5,900 today. Uh, Denver short handed some bodies. Uh, I'm actually in my mind, I'm kind of expecting New York to win this game, Stevie. So I like D Rose. I know RJ Barrett's minutes have, have picked back up. He's been playing big minutes at 69, not, not really enthused. Julius Randle at 10K. I do think Julius Randle is a huge tournament play on this slate. Uh, you know, he's always going to play big minutes. The question is, You know, how many steals or blocks is he going to get to help himself out to get that big number? What he has been doing, Stevie, is really dialing up the score in 34, 31, 18, 34, 31, 28 in his last five. Those are pretty big numbers overall. Uh, So if he puts up another 30 real point fantasy performance, he's getting real close to that target and could possibly put up 60. I do think he's a great tournament play. Uh, You know, Noel, you know, you talked about him. Still being questionable. If Noel is out, clearly we'll have access to Todd Gibson at thirty seven hundred. Big time player for thirty minutes at the price. Don't hate that at all.
0: Um, Denver side, like this sets up for Jokic or Porter to have big games. Um, what are your thoughts here on
1: Denver? Uh, I mean, it, it's for sure a Jokic game. I mean, we're gonna have to. Like, I think Composo is. I think he's going to be a big time play here as well with all these guards out. I mean, they're going to have to play him. Stevie, when is your boy Aaron Gordon going to wake up? And and, and you know, I don't play Aaron Gordon. Right. And I told everybody, you know, one of my friends, he said, uh, Oh no, Aaron Gordon's going to go to different. He's going to break out. he's going to be in a winning organization. I said, ah, uh, not so fast. And uh, clearly he's been a not so fast candidate if there ever was one. Now, I don't know if he's getting the Mike Malone treatment because he's new and he's not playing 30 minutes. In my mind, he should be playing 35 minutes a game. That's not happening. Uh, can't play him. But overall, Jokic, big-time play. Um, I, I think, you know, I think he could hang a really big number on the Knicks if the game stays competitive. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Oh, sorry. I was just singing for Aaron Gordon. Um, my wife was so sad that Aaron Gordon left and – as a Magic fan, I think we got a lot for
1: him, so I'm not mad. You um, did, and, and you're in the Cade Cunningham sweepstakes, Stevie. You guys hey, get listen, Cade Cunningham, you got go. a new face, buddy. Let's go.
0: Maybe we'll see what happens. Um, so, 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 on, on, here, Stevie, we got to we got to stop winning.
1: Listen, if you guys get Cade, if he, if he ends up in Orlando, in the most ironic of scenarios. We must go to a game together. Like we have to do it. I do want to see K, which I'm sure he'll he'll come to Charlotte at some point, but it'd be nice to get on down to Mickey Land and check him out.
0: Listen, I wouldn't even be mad with Jalen Green for what it's worth. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, Sounds you guys are gonna be
0: good fine. Jalen Suggs is good too. Cade Cunningham. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I, I've seen people comparing like Cade Cunningham to Luca and I can only hope, Will. I can only <laughs> hope. You know.
1: If, if you get Cade Cunningham and he's anything like Luca, at least what you have is an all-star caliber player that can get you to the playoffs. Now it's about who else comes and helps this man out. You know what I mean? I mean, the Magic are going to have what two top ten picks this
0: year? I'm pretty sure. Like one time, <laughs> like just, <laughs> as a Magic fan, it's been a rough road since Dwight Howard. Um, I,
1: I know how you feel having Lamelo like, Ball and, and possibly going to the playoffs is such a breath of fresh air. Breath, breath of fresh air. It's unbelievable. I, so I get it, my man. I, I I hope you got if if you're in the Cade Cunningham sweepstakes, he ends up there. I I can only imagine what the excitement will be. It'd be like Shaquille O'Neal all over again. Do you remember
0: the beginning of the year when we were talking about how people didn't really like LaMelo Ball and we were like, these people are crazy. Who gets the last laugh? We (laughs) do. We get the last laugh. Um, Yeah. It's just crazy, man. Like LaMelo, he's a baller. All right. All right. Got me all excited for the draft. Um, You get so unexcited as a fan when your team – like, okay, I'm actually happy with the Magic did. I've said this already on the podcast before, um, if anybody was listening. Then, like, I'm happy with the Magic did. Stop playing for the eighth seed every year. Make some big moves. Make some big trades. Try to do something. Like, Philly did it perfect. You know, it worked out really well for Philly. They were able to get Simmons, and they were able to get Embiid. And they were able to build around those guys. Like, I almost think Philly was like, maybe we shouldn't have moved Fultz. Like, Fultz looks really good when he's healthy right now. Um, So, who knows? Anyway, um, yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, Let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X.
1: Yeah, I'm going to roll the dice again here. I think this guy continues to get big minutes because of what this team is doing. Uh, seems really crazy, man, but I think I'm going to go with R.J. Hampton.
0: R.J. Hampton, huh?
1: Yeah, against Boston, I'm expecting him to get blown out. Should get plenty of uh, garbage time run. You know, seven X's, you know, a little over 30 fantasy points.
0: I feel really bad that we didn't mention this guy as we are breaking down this team, but Gallinari is Um, 4,600. I I talked about him. You did. That's right. You did. Um, Give me Gallinari to go 7X. He played 32 minutes the other night. It seems like they've lifted the minute restriction that he kind of had after missing six games. And 4,600 is too cheap for Gallinari. Um, In a game that really does have potential to be super competitive. um, Yeah. Give me a guy over eight k to go under
1: five x. Definitely going Jason Tatum. I think the game blows out. Easy pickings here. Easy. Um,
0: is it cheating saying Giannis? Um, no. I'll go. Man, I think Philly's gonna blow out Houston. Give me Embiid.
1: Yeah, I like it. Embiid hasn't gotten there because these blowouts recently, anyway.
0: Um, let's see here. Favorite six X play.
1: Todd Gibson, 3,700.
0: I'm going to go Kelly Linick. Stay uh-huh. hot. Oh, Kelly O stay hot. Let's go. Um, like get weird. GPP play of the day.
1: <sighs> I'm not sure how weird this is going to be because of the, uh, the situation. So, now, I'm going to give you one. Let, let's go Anthony Edwards, 7,400. I'm not expecting him to be high-owned at all.
0: All right. You know what? Since we talk about the Magic so much, give me Mo
1: Bamba. I like it. That's it. I, that's a good one, Stevie. Good one.
0: Mo Bamba. Um, all right. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: No, sir. Uh, It's NBA. We're getting close to back to normalcy. Playoffs will be here in roughly two weeks, a little over two weeks. Just hang in there with us, folks. We're almost to the end.
0: All right. That is going to wrap it up. Will and Luch will be back talking basketball tomorrow. Make sure you guys are checking that out. We'll also have the baseball podcast with myself and Grant up as well. Big baseball slate, a lot of big tournaments here on Wednesday, so excited for that. Uh, Good luck, everyone, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow.